Coke snow in the back blow when I track smoke on my wax or shit is wax so listen that there's no of course I'll attack you know it's a fact yo you don't wanna flow with a chap though or a rap pro no so I'm prone to snap don't when I rap sword I'm like crack or coke snow in the back blow when I track smoke on my wax Hey guys, welcome to Talking to Myself with Friends. I'm Quinn Fitzgerald. And I am Peter Arsnault. And today we are joined by uh, one of my day one comedy friends, like legit day one, uh, Kaylee Dumas. Hello, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Yeah, we yeah. go back way, way back. We go back to the beginning. Legit. It's, oh, uh, right? It's pretty sad to think about how not far i've come and how much further you've come (laughs) (laughs) that's that's a depressing way to put it (laughs) yeah and the sad then the sad part is you were probably thinking oh i haven't come that far and then you thought about how far i've come and then you're like wow i just ran a marathon around this kid uh, (laughs) not what went through my head only thing that's going through my head is i've missed your voice (laughs) i know i've I've missed you too yeah we haven't i mean i moved out here to seattle and like like we really haven't I, I guess I saw you over Thanksgiving and that was probably the last time. So that's been like almost five, six months. Yeah. Ew. Although although realistically I don't think I've seen another human being for the last two two months straight. I think I saw yeah, my parents guys... upstairs like three months ago. So, you know, it's uh... <laughs> Yeah, you started really early out there. We were behind by like I wanna say like two weeks. I mean, yeah, and like realistically, I live a pretty hermit life. So they kind of gave my my work gave me the option to self isolate because because uh, I don't know they're nice like that, and I was like, oh, I will one hundred percent take you up on that. So I have just been personally isolating for a very long time. It is oh uh, it's great. Yeah, I, I actually so this is I, I wanted to ask you this because Quinn and I were talking. Have you seen the show uh, Love is Blind on Netflix? <sighs> okay, I'm halfway through the season. <laughs> you are? Oh my of god, I love I it. Am. Of yes. course I am. So I so like, is yeah. I've seen for you guys. No, I like you've seen the whole thing. I, I've seen the whole thing. I think oh, Quinn, I, how far I are you? Part of it. I got past the first round. That's about where I am. That's it? That was the best part that <laughs> I saw. so much. That's I mean, I, I will agree. I, I, think the, I think the best part is probably the first episode, although it is nice to like build, I, that, build that tension, in, and it's weird to say, but develop relation feelings for like all the people and get invested in them. I like but, to believe uh, that even one of the couples survived, and I think the I, only way to believe that is to stop after the first. Like, yeah, you can't keep watching because yeah. literally, I think it was like apart. the second or third. It falls apart so quickly. I just would be screaming because yeah. I started it when I was still working from home because I needed something in the background. Oh god, oh, yeah. yeah. And I was just screaming at the TV. Yeah, it's it's, it's funny because I thought it would be like a great replacement for like human contact in a relationship and <laughs> so then, watch uh, other people and not have human like, contact so fucking depressing people. yeah and, and then i was like oh my god these people are worse than i am <laughs> it makes you feel better about yourself a hundred percent i mean that that is what re- reality television isn't really about people's reality it's about making our the watcher's reality feel better like that I don't feel true. as I don't feel as bad. Yeah, but Quinn, I'm curious. Why did Why did you start it? Because like realistically, I'm thinking this is probably the first show or anything you've watched that has like live humans in it and not cartoon characters. 
So I, what? Yeah. I just, I love how insane the premise is. And also I love that the fact that even though the whole thing is like, they, they don't see each other. So it's like genuine or whatever. Right. But then it's also everyone on the show is crazy hot. Like to a point that is like reality TV hot. And then Except for Jessica, because she's a fucking monster. I mean, but like, she's still pretty she's hot. Still pretty hot. It's yeah. Just, <laughs> she's, like, so, like, she's okay. There's some of the girls in there, like, not to be like anti feminist, some of them, like, aren't like the hottest people I've ever seen. Yeah, but, but the, the people who you think aren't hot are the people who you never see after the first two episodes. <laughs> That's so true. They very <laughs> quickly disappear. Yeah, so, it, so it really goes to show you love is not even a little bit blind. <laughs> no, my favorite couple is the biracial couple where they're like, oh, it's fine. It's not going to matter. And I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. That, uh, that, that is, it's crazy how you you meet, that. that's the kind of people that you meet and you're like, are, are we best friends yet? And they're like, no, not yet. And you're like, can we be? <laughs> <laughs> like, please. What are you going to say, Quinn? Uh, I, I love that couple, but the guy in that couple is such a fucking robot. Like, he's so, like, oh, yeah. mechanical. And I think he even said, like, I'm working on, like, AI. Like, I'm he trying to get robots to be the best they can be. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was and you're thing. And you're like, oh, yeah, you're just propping up your own race, buddy. Yeah, like he, Jesus! <laughs> he's just yeah, all about robots. Just propping up the robot race, trying to take Hot over. Robots the taking over. I'm sick of Hot. it. Yep, they're yep, they're more advanced than us. They're more integrated yeah. into other, yeah. So they, they, yeah, the uh, that that couple actually has their own YouTube channel because I'm pretty sure. That's the other thing is like the woman is like a professional and you can't see this, but I'm air quoting YouTuber. Um, yeah. yeah well, they and, all can be now because they're famous off this show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that, I think that's like the number one thing about reality television now is like all you do is use it to build your following. Right. Yeah, I mean, why not? My best friend, one of my best friends watches Big Brother like it's her freaking job and like. It might as well be right now. Yeah, I mean, that is both of our jobs. <laughs> the worst TV that you can fucking find. I just had to give a shout out. The guy in the first round, he's, this guy is just giving like emotional support advice to everybody. And then he like never, oh, yeah. he never like talks to anyone inside the booths or whatever. Yeah, it, it really it's makes you think. Like this guy, this guy is not qualified to give any advice, right? No. Like yeah. if he if he can't get a girl to become engaged to him without seeing him in twenty four hours, is he really qualified to give relationship advice? <laughs> That's what I base, base it yeah. on. <laughs> also, like the whole thing about like love is blind. It's like I don't know. Blind people touch other people all the time. Like they, what they, Peter, that I wish you didn't have. What, like, what, what they should really do is like just have like their hands, and like people should just like I don't know, like like blind people are touching Braille, blind people are touching other people's faces. Like I don't canceled for this. I mean, maybe it's it's pretty hard to be canceled when you're never really started. We're building on Spotify. All right, we're fine. So depressing. 
Have any self-esteem in your life right now, please. I mean, I, my my grandma, my grandmother is still gonna watch this episode or listen to this episode. She's our number one fan. Um, oh yes, what's up, Peter's grandma? Only one of them. Not that the they're both still alive, but only one of them actually listens to it. So two grandmas, know. good for uh, you. Yeah, yeah, right. And they're both alive. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm very proud of that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's what you. That's what you hang your hat on is having two alive grandmas. Two alive grandmas and a very, very deep knowledge of Love Is Blind right now. It'd be weird if he was ashamed of it. So, I mean, that's it's true. Good, it's good. Pride, He's like, I tried I to kill them multiple times, but fuck, they keep living. Uh, yeah, right. They just won't go away. Yeah, the sad thing is, if they lived my lifestyle, they would be dead in a second. That's all I need to do is just be like, oh, yeah. But, what is uh, your lifestyle that's, like, terrible for the elderly, Peter? What are you doing? Um, yeah, you know vaping. what? Honestly, I, pro- honestly, I probably... Yeah, va- yeah vaping. Vaping, vaping constantly. <laughs> vaping on a couch constantly. <laughs> Yoga I mean, and yeah, realistically, right now, I'd say my lifestyle is... 90 to 95% similar to what both my grandmothers do day to day right now. I'm actually reading the same book as one of my as my grandmother right now. Peter, I feel like I should check in on you a lot more during the months. No, I'm good. This conversation. I'm good. I went to Whole Foods today. It was uh, it was expensive. (laughs) It was uh, yeah. No, I'm I'm killing it. How uh, Seattle can you be right now? How Seattle can I be? Well, actually, you know, here's how Seattle I can be is uh, I was talking to Olivia yesterday and she was like, wow, you know, I really think like your new style is uh, is like Patagonia. And uh, I, yeah, I think that's I think that's how Seattle I've gotten, which well, I that's mean, implying on... like you're hiking or something, too, which is also a yeah, stretch. Or, or a wasp. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or yeah. a wasp that I would give you that the <laughs> hiking I would not give you. No, I only I only hike on concrete hiking paths. <laughs> if, I was just if... thinking of the other day. I forgot what it was. What was it? Oh, when fucking blue dust was still happening. I mean, it still is, but. Not right now. And you would run to blue dust. <laughs> yep, on a totally concrete path. Yep, like it, for no reason. <laughs> that's not true. The reason was a, I didn't have any mode of transportation because I didn't have a car, and b, I wanted to show up every other comedian by being like, "Look at me, I'm also extremely physically fit." And every single one of us are like, "You can't be funny if you're not fat. Go eat a pierogi." Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I have definitely. Right. prove that that is true uh, by that logic i'm no, getting just funnier kidding. every day i uh, yeah by sitting on, by sitting on this couch and vaping i am getting funnier yeah. by the day oh yeah. i'm hilarious at this point with i just <laughs> sometimes i go on walks it's horrific i got yeah. in a bridesmaid dress for my like one friend's wedding Oof. that's pushed and she yeah. was like, hey, did you dry in the bridesmaid dress or you have you not from quarantine? I was like, you can go fuck yourself if you think I'm putting anything on my body that's not a pair of sweatpants. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> not. I, yeah, I just did laundry and it was amazing the amount of elasticity my laundry had. 
Oh my god, if I put a pair of jeans on right now, I would probably just then get a gun. Like, there's no way. There's no way! (laughs) It was, yeah, it's like, it's like sweatpants, shower, different pair of sweatpants. Literally. Um, Oh my god, I stopped drinking because I'm, like, it's such a waste. Like, the hangover is such a waste, so all I do is, like, I've turned into, like, I have Brandon's lifestyle now. Like, this is the first time in my life I'm 26 and I'm, like, wake and bake. I'm like, this is depressed. (laughs) (laughs) never in my life never in my life but i'm like what the fuck else am i supposed to do that's so funny you're like oh yeah i can't drink because that's a total waste of the day so i'll just get high (laughs) (laughs) at least like like, even today i was like oh i can like smoke for half a day but i have to do this podcast later like if i was drinking like i couldn't be, like sober up I know. Like yeah that, that is that is the <laughs> yeah he couldn't make it to seven well that's the problem is because then you're like drinking you're like oh my brain thinks it's a good idea to keep drinking no yeah. matter how early you start yeah oh yeah no matter what your brain's like well you should just keep going i'm like this could be the never-ending story like there's no cutoff at this yeah. point <laughs> well, well, well and like i think the huge thing especially for me with like drinking is like i'm like oh like i can't drink i have to drive or like i need to start sobering up i need to be somewhere and now it's like oh i need to be on a call but that's also <laughs> still on my couch still don't even go anywhere yeah it's like if i can't make it from my chair to my couch while being drunk like we have a huge problem (laughs) we have bigger issues now yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) no i i totally i totally feel that yeah it's uh it's so weird that's like you've known me for like how long like that is not like i'm not someone who yeah smokes like that but i'm like i don't yeah. know what else am i gonna well, do well and it keeps you content with like being in the same place you can yeah. still find interesting things when your surroundings don't change at all exactly yeah. that's the only like upside but i'm like i'm so excited for the day that i'm like oh my god i don't have to smoke <laughs> oh, yeah. like, i also don't have to smoke now but like <laughs> yeah. that is also on the table but it's like i'm not I don't have to apply for jobs. I don't have to take a drug test. Like all yeah. I do is just cackle uh, at the cats. You know. You should that's, just you should just explain to your next job. Be like, I'm sorry, guys. Like I would have come sober, but like I just had to smoke today. I and had to. <laughs> I don't have a way around that. And uh, if you guys have some recommendations, I'll I'll consider them. You know. Yeah. Let me know what you suggest I do, but I <laughs> have to do this now every day. Put that in the resume. Put that in the resume. Be like, hey guys, just a heads up. I'm really good at smoking and I might have to do it sometimes before, like right before work. I just thought you guys never know. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I've been doing, I've been doing interviews and I'm pretty upset. They're not video interviews. Can I, cause I can show off my mad vaping skills. Uh, (laughs) That was the worst. I hated that. (laughs) (laughs) No, that, that was a joke. He just said, Oh, oh. oh saying, Miss, 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 Miss Kaylee, be confident and have some self-respect, <laughs> Peter. But I'm also just, I'm also I just going to let you say a shitty joke and not tell you it's shitty. I, I, hey, I, came, saying... I, came, I came up with it while you were talking. It's... Okay, fine, fine. <laughs> I, I hate that he vapes because it's bad for him. And you're like, no, I actually just hate that he talks about vaping. He yeah, vaping. Yeah. Oh, you do yeah. whatever you want. Oh, I'm sure my lungs are just like screeching this oh, entire yeah. time. They're like, you've never done this. Can you, yeah. can you 
just take it down a notch. You have not only never beat up your lungs this bad, but you have never had this little outdoor exercise. In oh your my life. God. I so. literally am like, what are those weird things? Not a roly poly. What are those? Um, Teletubbies. I'm like a Teletubby. That's what I oh. look like right now. Yeah. You, you just got a television in your stomach. I'm just like, I have a big ass head and then my stomach is just expanding to probably take in the TV that will eventually yeah. put the, there. The, the laptop on your stomach that yes. you constantly have is just going to eventually get enveloped. Yeah. Yes, that's going to be me. It's horrifying. I mean, oh, I'm yeah. not going to do anything about it, but I'm just <laughs> saying it's But horrifying. you're acknowledging it's a problem. You're not going to change it. Oh, I'm acknowledging that I'm going to come out of this looking like... Oh yeah, of, like a fucking beach ball. But what I are mean, we gonna do? I mean, let's just let's just put it out there right now. Like, fuck anyone who looks better than before they went into quarantine. Right if now. someone comes out of quarantine skinnier than they went in, like we're no longer friends. I just I don't mean, want to know I'm, you. I'm gonna be honest. I have probably lost weight, but that is only because I have forgotten to eat so many meals because I just have been binge watching YouTube videos for so long. <laughs> I I will say that there's like there was a brief time like I want to say like the first three ish weeks I was kind of killing it and like it was yeah. much better because I was actually walking and stuff and then you hit a, I mean if no one's hit this point God bless him but you hit that depression point where you're yeah. like what is ha-? like your brain cannot comprehend yeah. what's happening so for the past right. now three weeks I've just been in like a daze just trying to like get through every day yeah. Yeah, I hit that wall probably like two months before it. You know, I think yeah. that's. I, <laughs> I hopped mean, on Quinn, board early. Yeah, Quinn was at that wall at nineteen, and yeah. uh, it's just proven a real big difficulty for him to climb over it. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, it's a, just it's a nice Look. wall. I'm not gonna complain. You know, yeah, I'll hang out by it. Yeah, graffiti a bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. So, so what have uh, so have you like tried to do any? comedy-esque things with the recent changes or like tried to pivot onto social media or done mm-hmm. any of those online open mics or anything like that? I haven't really been doing the online open mics or anything. I do have a show tomorrow. It's Whoa. for... Yeah, it's Ooh. for the arcade. They're raising money for it. Oh, that's awesome. So you, yeah. you said you didn't have anything to plug, you liar. No, I mean, this, this isn't this isn't going to come out by the time the show happens. <laughs> I'm gonna date it for you guys. No, I think mean, I'm I'm very apprehensive. I haven't like wanted to do any of that because to yeah. like my personal opinion, I don't see a a point to it because yeah, it's, I, it's I feel not the same way. it's just not what we're used to. But I am yeah. I'm gonna do it just to keep it like my that muscle kind of alive, I guess. But yeah. other than that, I do TikTok now, which is a sentence Whoa. I've never thought I would say. Um <laughs> That's impressive. I'm not very good at it. I'm I mean, honestly, you just aged minus five years for me. So, oh yeah, if, no- I'm, I'm if nothing else, now. yeah, if nothing yeah. else, there's there's something there. You're not. I mean, I don't even understand what being good at it is. I don't even understand what being good at any kind of social media is because I am bad at social. Period. So, <laughs> social media is just like a whole another a whole another beast for me. Like, what do you? <laughs> What even makes you want to get into something like that? For me, it was I tried, like, even when my mental health was, like, crushing it at the beginning, yeah. I had, like, I couldn't comprehend writing. Like, my yeah. brain just wouldn't let me do it because it, it didn't make sense 
to it because I wasn't going on stage and performing it. I don't know what it is. Like now I've kind of been able to write a little bit more, but I just realized I was like, well, you're not going to be able to do this. So you need to do something (laughs) like creative and it entertains me. That's pretty much what the point is. I mean, is. that's what stand-up is for, is it entertains me first and foremost. So if you're doing something like that, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And it gets your like, brain yeah. into, like, a creative chunk, which is nice. And yeah. it's, it's yeah. different than stand-up. It's nice because you can do, like, acting out stuff or you can do, you know, not so much, like, a sketch idea. It's, like, the miniest version of a sketch i guess yeah it's like a, ce- a scene idea yes basically of. it's like one scene and that's it yeah yeah that's that's interesting so like what i mean because i feel like you're good at social media and that is coming from someone who is not good at it and who has a co-host who is probably better but still bad at it so like what do you <laughs> I, yeah quinn just, I, in case you, i would say case, compared to where peter's at it, i mean yeah media, Quinn's like, like you have like a Twitter. Yeah, yeah Quinn. Yeah. Quinn's probably like twenty x. Quinn's like twenty x me, and you're I like one hundred and fifty x me. Yeah. I'm good on Twitter. Uh, I'm really bad at um everything else on social media, but you know that still. that's true. Quinn is Quinn is amazingly good at social media for how bad at social period he is. Thank you. That is very I appreciate true. that. Is that you're all yeah. Well, see, that's I think you're good at being social and good at social media, which and like your social media presence like reflects who you are as a person pretty, pretty well too, which I think is impressive. I think my follower count really reflects how good I am at talking. So I think it's uh I think it's a good you know reflective thing. It's really low. So it's. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to say, is it sixty nine? Because I will. <laughs> <laughs> You're like it really represents me as a person. I was like B sixty nine. Yeah. <laughs> or zero. <laughs> I don't know. Now that now I'm curious what my follower count is. If it's sixty nine, I'll fucking scream. Yeah. Check. Oh no! It's six oh two. Oh, G- Jesus Christ, Kaylee, you're killing me. I need to tend to not know. Like, maybe it's only two digits. Like, you had to yeah, <laughs> tend that low. <laughs> Actually, it's been three digits for a while, apparently. Sorry, yeah. guys. Oh, yeah, maybe it's I was six- like, oh, shit, maybe it's not that. My bad. <laughs> yeah, no. But, like, and also, like, I think another thing you do really well is, like, you post content frequently but it's not, like, the same shit over and over again. So, like, where do you get, like, ideas to post stuff? Or, like, because I, I saw the thing on Facebook where your dad posted the perfect breakfast sandwich. Oh, my God. Uh, and then that, day. well, not only is that a great thing, but, like, that has sparked a level of interest that, like, I just can't even fathom, right? Like... <laughs> I was like, I I put it on there because I was like, oh my gosh, because it's weird. Like, I don't use Facebook. I really don't like Facebook, but it's a necessary evil, which every comic's gonna fucking say. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. But you also need to know what content will work on what like avenue. Like, obviously, I couldn't have put that on Twitter or Instagram. I thought about putting it on Instagram, and I was like, wait a second, people couldn't engage with it. Yeah. And also. You have to understand who are the people who follow you and like interact. Whereas, like, I only have comics, family, and like people from college, and all three of those 
demographics are gonna love Gary making an effing sandwich. Uh, yeah, you making an egg sandwich that like looks like something Gordon Ramsay couldn't put together. Which like is off of YouTube. Like that was the greatest thing. It's like he says it in the first video and no one paid attention to it. I was like, Gary didn't uh, make up this sandwich. Like he saw it and got like obsessed with it. Like yeah. loved it. Cl- classic Gary. Get it find 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 something random and get totally obsessed with it. Obsessed. that's <laughs> it tracks for him a hundred percent absolutely but that's funny like your does your dad like normally check out stuff on youtube because like i feel like that's another thing that like this quarantine has done is like i'm giving my parents youtube recommendations and that is like blowing their mind that's really cool mm-hmm. i'm not involved with that with my parents at all my let that's how gary was he saw it one time in a commercial for something else and was like i'm gonna do this and like oh. let it go and told all of his children about it and we were like cool gary and then he like unprompted this is all unprompted i wasn't like hey i would love to know how to make a breakfast sandwich he just dropped it into our group chat and it's like why is this <laughs> but that yeah but then not only That's did great. you follow it up but like then geez louise everyone's everyone's posting picture everyone's posting videos of their breakfast sandwiches onto your timeline literally mm-hmm. i had like just last week one of my friends messaged me the sandwich they made and i was like that's really cool <laughs> thank yeah. you but like also that's like a level of engagement that i just don't think like a lot of people get and yeah. that's uh yeah i don't know it's just crazy it just blows my mind i don't know i mean i don't the one thing like i focused on a lot and still do sometimes is like twitter i love because twitter to me is like this the coolest thing in wow. like for stand-ups it is for stand-ups because you yeah. can have people and TikTok's kind of like that too. Like I just found someone today that I was like, oh my God, that's such a fucking funny video. And it was like, cause TikTok, you can tell there's like different chunks of it. And when something's yeah. really like fucking funny and you go to their profile, nine times out of 10, it is a standup or a comic or an actor yeah. or something. And so that's really cool. And then Twitter for me is my favorite because you can connect with comics from like all over and you don't have to go to like a festival or you know, be in a yeah. show with them. Like I have people following yeah. me and like vice versa that grin, I know they're not looking at my shit, but like if I have a you know, but I could come that, across. Like, yeah, yeah, I could I... come across. If I have a tweet a tweet that goes viral or something, or I come across someone's desk who follows me or whatever, like yeah. to me that's super cool. Like yeah. And like getting a retweet is like almost like a small cosine. Oh yeah. Like yeah, and that and that's like a great way. I mean, yeah, I, I will say I think Twitter has the best way to be able to grow your following. And well, I guess Twitter and TikTok both have great ways to grow your following to people that you don't know. Yeah. Like I, I mean, think yeah. You can't make money off Twitter, which fucking sucks. Like not that I like am trying to do that for anything, but like yeah. I know for I mean, TikTok. Besides the fact really we're all trying to make money for everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, any money. Yeah, please. Any of the money. Like you can't yeah. do that. It's mostly off YouTube or like you can do TikTok. But like just in the base level, I love it. And you can see other comics. Like that's the best thing, is like you can see people who are really fucking doing it. Yeah. Like, like they're like, tweeting some good shit. Yeah. I mean I and I think that's like like Twitter just being a character limit and having to be concise. It like it's one of those things where like restriction breeds creativity. 
That's true. And so, like, yeah, and, and like, word economy and everything like that. Yeah, so it's really, uh, and just, like, getting, I because I, I think that's something I have a big issue with is, like, if I have an idea, I'm just like, eh, like, whatever, I'll write it down in my notepad and, like, maybe just forget about it. But if you tweet it and then it gets a bunch of engagement, you're like, oh, this idea is actually maybe has something and, like, yeah. encourages you to work on it, yeah. It's super helpful sometimes, like, I, I used to hate comics who would do that, where, like, tweet something and then try and do it on stage. But, yeah. like, sometimes it does work. Yeah. Like, I've had tweets yeah. that, like, I've taken on stage. Or, like, Brian will be like, that's just a tweet. And then I'll take it on stage. And he's like, well, fuck yourself. That's a whole bit now. And I'm like, yeah. sometimes you have to just, like, yeah. mesh it out. That's not the word I'm looking for. Work flesh, it out. Flesh, um, so it, flesh out. it out. Flesh, flesh meshed out. out. Christ. <laughs> talk to people in like a decade. <laughs> yeah, and, but, and like, and if it fails, you can just be like, "Oh, I guess it was. It was better as a tweet." You can just fall yeah. back on that old right. adage. Yeah, which I've I've heard constant countless times. <laughs> yeah, it's just like if it doesn't work, it doesn't fuck. It's fine, but it is nice. And drafts are really important. I used to not do that. I used to just do this like of the moment i was like oh i'll just tweet when like it comes to me and then i'm like no because sometimes your brain is being stupid and doesn't want to tweet it correctly so you just shove it in your drafts and come back to it and then you so it's almost like you're you have the like you will put something in and then you will kind of edit it later yeah yeah like not now i'm not tweeting now because i'm just my brain is shot but like when i really am like on top of it like probably before all this happened, like I'll just have shit in the drafts and you can go and like, if I haven't tweeted anything a couple of days, you just go in and just see if yeah. you can rework something. I mean, it's the same as your notepad on your, like your phone. Your phone. I have that yeah. for yeah. jokes and TikToks. I have a section for quarantine jokes now. So I just know that like these came from <laughs> a time yeah. I wasn't killing it. Well, that's, well, that's the hard thing is like writing right now when you're having absolutely no experiences Oh my god! Is uh, yeah, it's really hard. It's really hard to write about anything besides the coronavirus and things related to how it affects us. I feel like, except I don't know. Quinn Quinn writes. Quinn probably writes more than any human I personally know, and I I, don't even understand how he does it. I mean, a lot of like what I'm what I write right now is like stream of consciousness stuff of just like the whole like set a timer for an hour and just don't put your pen down for that time oh, i like that and yeah it's but, really but how are you not just constantly thinking about how this is affecting i don't know yeah i mean you're right about that but like, like are... you, you it puts you in a different like headspace and then you sort of start writing about um like you have a memory and you're like oh i remember at that time that one thing happened and you write about that you maybe you have a new joke about that or whatever and like it's it's uh you just recall things and you you think about a topic and then you just stay on that topic for a while sometimes if it's a one that you think has legs and yeah. like I, I i did one a little while back and i ended up i wrote for like a couple pages and i might never use it but i co- wrote a couple pages about like some road trip i did when i with my parents when i was like 11 and it's like like you just remember weird stuff that you may not think about if you were just gonna sit down and be like i want to write about this and if it was had the intent behind it what was interesting about the road trip that you that triggered you to want to try to write a bit about it? Uh, or is we, it just we, like you're writing and then like eventually you'll find something? 
I mean, it's a little, it's a mix. Like, I'm really bad about letting my brain wander, which is what you're supposed to do. And sometimes you get into that, and that, and that's great. Um, but the, it, it was something about um, we were on the road trip. We we went by this restaurant that was really weird. It was the middle of like New Mexico in like the desert, and there's nothing. It's just by the road. And there's nothing else for like miles. And it's just this restaurant. It's like named restaurant because there's no nothing. It's named restaurant. It's named restaurant. Because that's how little is there. There's like if you were around there and you're like, let's go to restaurant. Everyone knows what you're talking about. You just Google restaurant near me and it's the only result that pops up. I think it would just be an arrow that points to your right or whatever. Like it would just, it would know exactly. And we went in there and it was like such a like, strange place because also when i say it's like the middle of nowhere like if you were to look around like on the horizon you would see no other buildings except for the gas station it was attached to and damn Ooh, so, one of those i love a good i love a good restaurant attached to a gas station dude it's the best man absolutely and like people work there but like you know they have to drive probably like two hours to get there and it, they li- like, yeah they need to go to the gas station every time they go to work yeah when you first see it, like, it almost looks like a mirage. Like, you're like, I'm pretty sure if I blink, it's going to go away. Like, it's so off-putting. Well, like, when a mirage is something that you're supposed to want to go to. So I don't know about, true. I don't know about this. Go to restaurant in New Mexico. <laughs> yeah, go that's to a restaurant true. and get food at restaurant. Yeah. I feel like I would enjoy that. <laughs> I would, I, I think, I mean, it was a fun experience. They had arcade games and stuff. It was, we- it was like, oh, a- hell yeah. Like, for what it was, like, they were killing it, you know? Yeah. I might... They're like, what's your specialty? It's, like, edible stuff. Yep, yeah. Like, that's here's it. some french fries. Go play an that's... arcade game. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine, like, the rent was probably crazy cheap. Just, like, they... I don't even know if they, like, paid for it. I think they just put a building there, and they're like, no one else is going to know. Like, <laughs> There's no one around here. It's oh, yeah, they're not paying taxes on that shit at oh, all. God. Oh, God, no. no. I didn't even know you had to pay taxes in New Mexico. I thought they paid you to live there. So that's... Jesus Christ. Yeah, su- <laughs> that's, surpri- that's surprising to me. <laughs> You're just like, one New Mexico follower is just gonna... Don't worry, we, have, we don't even have one follower, so one New Mexico follower would be... If we had reach at New Mexico, I would be thrilled. I'm going to try to TikTok, and maybe that'll get me a New Mexico person. There you go. Try a TikTok. I wanted to that's... say a New Mexican, but I don't think that's no. an appropriate that's right. word. Peter has I... almost been canceled twice in this podcast. Yeah, in case you haven't known, that's pretty... Think, but that's the... I think there's really a lot for that writing process of... Um, I've only been doing that stuff for like a, like pretty much like a month before quarantine. I started doing it, and it's I've been trying to do it every day if I can. Well, I mean I can't. Like I've trying I've been trying to do it every day since the quarantine started, and I've had a few days where I didn't. But it's been pretty. It's it's a good consistent thing because you don't have to like crush it with the writing process. You can have like a bad writing session, and it's like not a big deal because it's just yeah. uh, what's on your mind. Yeah. I did that, like, at the beginning once or twice, and it's actually, like, you're right. Like, what you're talking about, it's really cool. Because all of a sudden, your brain just, like, wanders, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, what am I thinking about? Yeah. Yeah. You just go on topics. Yeah, I've done a lot of, like, back in the day. Because you forget, like, your childhood is so, like, chock full of shit. Because you forget. And also, (laughs) you forget that it was weird. Because you're an adult now, and you're like, oh, wait. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That is very bizarre. 
Yeah, it is funny because like I know I because we start when we started together, you always talked about your childhood and how weird it was when you were growing up and everything like that. And now I feel like you're talking more about things that are happening to you now, right? Yeah, I've and, switched yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and it's interesting, yeah, because then you're just like, oh, because I think the thing is now when you have experiences, you want to write jokes about those experiences, as opposed to like going back and thinking about things that you could write jokes about. Or I don't know, at least that's how I feel sometimes. And also, yeah. like, I remember being told this back you know back in the day and like you don't really believe it but they're like you write about what you know at the time so you write about your family and your childhood and like things that are familiar to you and then the more you've done it you can kind of make a joke about anything that doesn't mean that's good but if someone gives you a topic you can probably come up with one or two jokes at this point yeah i mean you're strong enough that you and your mind thinks in that way now yeah. yeah, you're able to kind of yeah piece it together. So uh, a couple other things I wanted to talk to you about is so you, I guess you wrapped up or not wrapped up, but you had you had done like a legitimate multi-city run of comedy, not in our our home state of Pennsylvania, our great home state of Pennsylvania. The great, neither of our actual home states. Neither of our actual home <laughs> states, but realistically, probably the closest thing to home we both have right now. The clo- um, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is, yeah, say, think of that what you will. But, uh, but yeah, so talk, so talk a little bit about that and like how that, how that kind of came around. I know uh, you did it with our, with our great mutual friend, pa- the great Paige Polesnak. Oh my so, god! Yeah. Phenomenal, phenomenal comic. She's a phenomenal human sweetheart for taking mm-hmm. me. Um, it's so crazy because I was just on another one of our great mutual friends, Nate Nolf's podcast last week. Oh, yeah. yeah, and it was super weird to talk about comedy as it is now because I feel like it was like fifty-eight years ago, not like two months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But it brought up stuff because you it's so funny because you don't have the same frustrations now because you're not slamming open mics every night and you're not talking shop every night. So you yeah. forget the things that were like terrible weird or terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like how much, I, how much more sleep do you get now? It's, it's insane. Oh my God. It's obscene. And yeah. also I need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, thank God I don't have a job to go back to because if someone asked me to get up before nine o'clock, I'd be like, no, we're, we can't yeah. do this. Yeah. You, yeah. Commuting anymore and is 0% chance. Absolutely not. Never again. Um, but it was, it was so cool. Like complete shout out to Paige because she did not need to bring me. And Watching Paige network is like taking a master class, like yeah. just insane. She's just friends with every like we went to three separate states and she's been doing stand up, I think now four years, maybe five. And in then in that time, like her networking is just bonkers. Like she knew everyone in every single city and then knew people enough to like get us housing or whatever, even if we didn't know them, and then was super friendly with them. And she just taught me so much, like, you have to friend people, you do thank you, you do thank you cards. Like, it was just a phenomenal learning experience of, like, how to, you know, go about the tour and thank people properly and, like, being good, you know, graces with everyone. And then it was also great for me because, you know, you stay in your city for long enough, 
you kind of you not like a reputation that sounds ridiculous but like <laughs> you you have like a different level and it's really nice so like even right now and like before I went on that tour it's like I was getting like 10 15 minute spots like maybe 20 if it was like aggressive or like a host thing and then you go places you don't know and I was like pages tag along and they're like yeah screw you you're getting five minutes pretty much the entire time and yeah. that was a huge like pivot and also really like a good experience because I had been what is it like two and a half something like almost like a little over three years or whatever and having to go back to like that basic like here have a really good five minutes because you can impress every single person you're meeting yeah is like a different like you forget about that level of anxiety and stress because everyone in the city like knows if they're looking for someone or like a woman or whatever they'll like give certain names and stuff like that and yeah. like that's fine and everyone knows from like word of mouth but they haven't seen you so they're like yeah go do five minutes don't suck <laughs> yeah exactly right. it's another like proof like you haven't had to prove yourself in so long yeah it's like getting it, back to yeah it's like going back to like year one and it was yeah. nuts. but it was what? really good because by the time that like thing was done i got 10 minutes at the last show and i fucking knocked it out of the park because i was so like doing the same thing for three plus days straight at multiple shows yeah so by the time you hit like you get 10 minutes and get to like open up like it was crazy so it was really cool it was nuts yeah what are what are some things that you saw her do that you think you're gonna start incorporating either and yeah in terms of networking in terms of booking stuff just anything like that like for me i mean my biggest thing is like if i ever get the opportunity to like put together a tour or do something along those lines is do what she did is just turn around and take whoever's next in line because that was just a huge thing and i i know dudes do i know comics do it but like to bring someone who's only like kind of three years in on a tour with you is just mind-blowing like it's just so kind i think that's the biggest thing i learned was like just pay it forward like turn around and help someone else like drag them with you and also always say thank you like thank you cards little like you know gift cards stuff like that just like be so thankful to everyone who puts you on and then do like the facebook shout out friend them like that's a huge thing like just be so kind and so thankful and just you know don't rock the boat and just be just you know as sincere as possible because that was the great thing like everywhere stayed we didn't really stay with people we knew except for one time and it was always like thank you notes after or like a gift card and it was just she's so good she has i have i something i took from her is like she has a stationary backpack and now i have one oh yeah that's a great idea yeah just to have thank you cards ready Mm -hmm. yeah so you don't have to like send it or if you do later like that's Mm -hmm. fine but like she's a class act with that that's yeah and i mean she she books all her own that's the other thing is like she books all her own stuff so it's like she's she's representing herself so she yeah she better she always puts her best foot forward yeah yeah so it was just headlining like, the so tour cool. it was she, what was she headlining the tour no it was more like a run so we were in alabama um Oh my God, we were in Alabama, Tennessee, and in, and we went to Cincinnati as well, which was yeah. really cool for me because I've never been to Cincinnati. Um, mm. We did some open mics there, and then we had um, a show 
in Alabama, and then I, I think it was Tennessee. I'm losing my mind at this point. <laughs> like it's been so long, but yeah, it was all so cool, and it was so nice because then I found everyone on Facebook, and now I have those same contacts too, which is yeah. crazy. So you can, yeah, you have yeah, because I mean that's that's something that you started to even consciously do even before this was like trying to do anything you can outside of the local scene to build your network because like i remember you saying like i want to try to always have a show at or like a mic or something to go to out of state like at least once a month yeah yeah like that's what i want like that was the whole point of like going to erie and stuff which is like i love you know going to erie because it's just a completely different and I've been for the past like couple months I've been in Ohio a lot because of Paige which yeah. is so sweet and so nice mm-hmm. but like I've been in and out of Ohio and I just got accepted to uh, Ohio festival as well which is super nice because Ohio and Cleveland and then Columbus have such great scenes as well yeah yeah so yeah I mean let's that's a great so like yeah getting accepted into a festival like talk like talk about like going on an out-of-state run like getting accepted into a comedy festival is like another huge like milestone. So like talk, talk a little bit about the process of that, how you, how you felt like when you were ready and like kind of getting a submission tape together and everything like that. I am still very shocked (laughs) that I was accepted (laughs) into anything. Um, Let alone multiple because you were accepted into multiple. (laughs) I am very shocked. Um, one of them was canceled. The one, the Ma- Mammy, Mary and Joseph in Fort Wayne did get canceled, which sucks. But like, yeah. that was the first one I got, have ever been accepted to do besides burning bridges, obviously. Yeah. Um, but the other one is rubber city in Akron. Oh, I almost said Akron. I was like, someone's going to shoot me from Ohio. And then I got into charm city in Baltimore, which, um, I'm super excited about because I have a ton of friends in Maryland, but it's, it's crazy. Like it doesn't make any sense to me <laughs> to be honest. What, that, what doesn't make sense to you? Like, I mean, just like people it. picking you out of a bunch of random people. Well, yeah, because we were lucky. I've been lucky enough now to, cause I help out with running bridges that I got to like experience that side of it. Like accepting yeah. people and, you know, going through all that. And you realize like, how quick not like you mean quickly in a mean way like everyone watches probably like up to like three plus minutes you know but like if it's fucking dog shit for three straight minutes it's very hard to like convince yourself to go like why would why would you you have a ton of options yeah exactly and like that was so eye-opening and i think i'm lucky enough that like all of these festivals except for like i think the one that got canceled i had a new um video from uh, when I went on the tour because really? a huge okay. thing was like in the first minute you need to have a pop. Like it was blatant. Yeah. Like, cause I was like, even for me and I know what my video looks like before, you know, looking at submissions for burning bridges. And I was like, it's a good video, but I was like, you don't get a pop or a laugh in the first minute. Like you just yeah. don't. Yeah. That's a long, that's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. First like, even, I mean, uh, my jokes are so long. Like Peter knows, like it takes a while like yeah funny, you build you there. build yeah yeah but i mean if you don't have something in the first minute people who don't know that aren't going to continue to watch yeah. so that's like a huge thing i learned and like something that like people should understand is like even if that's not how you do it 
just like a little quip to the audience, just something, something to get the audience laughing so that whoever's watching it is going be like, oh, they can make them laugh. Like, let me watch the rest of it. Yeah. Elicit did, laughter. Did That's... you submit, did you submit the same tape to all, all the festivals? Uh, yeah. So like yeah. the, I used a video that I thought was good ish. And then submitted to a chunk. And then when I got the one from the tour, that's the one I've been using. And it seems to be working <laughs> yeah. for the most part. Um, I have like an Excel sheet now, which I didn't the year before when I was applying. But Amanda Averill, another one of our many <laughs> comedy friends in Pittsburgh, she has one. And it's actually super useful because you can see how much money you're spending on it. Yeah, And also like if you're accepted and like you're not just like waiting, like you have the date that if they're going to let you know. And then, yeah. so then when that date comes along, if they haven't really let you know, it's either probably because you're on a wait list or maybe they've pushed the date and you can go look. So it's actually really okay. super helpful to have all that information. In one place, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. so you're not just absolutely. Googling all the time. Yeah, and even forgetting what you've applied to and yeah, all that all that stuff. Yeah, no, that it's a, so I guess this is something I always have is like how many... Do you do you videotape like pretty much all your big show or I guess big shows any show where you think there's going to be an audience now? Like honestly, I that wasn't in. I don't really do it, and we're very lucky. Again, like that's a huge thing that I realized when we got to do that for Burning Bridges is that yeah. us in Pittsburgh, we are so lucky that we have arcade. And that we yeah. can request to a like, tape. we can like a request a tape, tape, a professional yeah. tape, because watching a lot of these videos, you're like, oh my gosh, people aren't that lucky. Or the video is like six plus months old and right. you're like, oh shit, not everyone is, you know, lucky enough. Like we are that we have that option. Like I needed a new tape. So I requested like a Thursday night spot, you know? Yeah. And then like, I had a really good set and I got to keep those tapes. So basically that's what I've, do is anytime I'm at arcade, I'm like the top of my game so that I yeah. can request the video after. So but, you're just always kind of trying to, you'll just work on something until you're like, all right, now I have this thing. Like I just, I'll just make sure I can go in here and crush it and get the tape of that. Yeah. Yeah. I usually am like not in my brain that I want to, which I should, I fucked up. I didn't tape the show I did for joe quazala oh <laughs> I, so, I was so nervous and i just yeah. didn't, i didn't it didn't even occur to me to tape it like amanda said i should and i was like yeah shut up i don't i cannot like i'm gonna be <laughs> on this stage i can't function and then i like had a great fucking set and i was yeah. so <laughs> but but <laughs> i mean well, <laughs> i i think that's the thing i have an issue with is if i'm taping because i rarely tape it almost puts more pressure on me and like I start to get right. more nervous than if I just was doing it and not taping, which is funny. It really doesn't have anything to do with the audience. It has to do with like, oh, this is the opportunity to get that tape. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think for that show, I just was so fucking nervous and just didn't think I was going to do well that it didn't cross my mind yeah. to want to do it. But I think Arcade like really takes the stress off of it for some yeah. reason for well, me. And you've, done, like, you've done arcade a bunch. You're comfortable there. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. for me, like it doesn't, there's only like a few times like I get like so nervous. I can't like function 
and it's usually if like it's a big show or if it's at the improv like no matter what yeah like, for, I, I can't fu- i can't function if i have to do anything at the improv <laughs> Yeah, is our kid like a, like a comedy club or is it like a yeah like a, the room? improv comedy the club. improv comedy club yeah oh that's what arcade is yeah no well arcade's a nonprofit, and then the improv is that like the improv in pittsburgh but they yeah, do like okay. contests and then like once in a while like if aaron Kleiber is doing something he throws me on for five minutes but like every time like you're doing it for bookers and like my brain falls out of my ass every time yeah like i'll do fine but like before it like i'm like hyperventilating like i can't get it together it's yeah (laughs) exactly it's like doing it for your first time all over again yeah i hate i hate it (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely i i i feel that for like almost every big thing i do where i'm just like oh my god this is like the first time i've ever done comedy and it's uh, crazy it drives me nuts yeah so comfortable like 99 percent of the time like i did the joke show got off and just started sobbing because i thought i said his name wrong and brandon was like are you fucking losing your mind and i was like i fucking can't i was like i fucked up the name like i this is the first i've ever had he's like you they gave you an applause break at the end like just go fucking have a beer and i'm just like tears (laughs) streaming down my face he's like on stage he's like what is happening (laughs) like couldn't handle it it's it's hard it's like hard but it's kind of humbling to be like oh well at least we still have those experiences that like keep on there's there is something to strive to something that i mean being nervous is like a good thing because that's like you're working up like pushing yourself out of that comfort zone oh yeah yeah i think there's like there's nerves that are like you want a certain level of nerves um but then there's also like stories of like like i know guys who are like um the first year like they like uh had to like throw up before every set or something like that. Oh, we still we, we still have, have we, we still have, have friends in yeah. multiple years in who still throw up pretty much after every set. Well as I was saying is like there's a oh, yeah. there's a cap to like a a useful level of nerves, you know? Yeah. I get yeah. I definitely get a lot. I think like for me what was so nice about, you know, you were doing it for a couple years because it's it's nuts to me that we've even been doing it for like it doesn't make sense to me <laughs> yeah no, but like it's weird the super nice thing is you do get a level of comfort that like yeah. you saw people doing in your first like six months a year that you're like that's impossible like how are people going up right. there and not giving a shit like what what's wrong with you like how are you not so fucking nervous how are they and having it's so fun nice right now? to like get to that point and you're like you can just fuck around you can talk to the audience like it doesn't matter like that's that's why those days like that you are so nervous you're like oh shit like this is <laughs> this yeah. is what this is really about <laughs> yeah exactly it's like before you thought every time was like could be the last time that you get on stage and now you're like oh no but this could be the last time i get to perform <laughs> at the improv if i really yeah. screw this up <laughs> you're like they will never talk to me again <laughs> yeah no yeah you oh. are right though like it's so nice to like realize that it's there's always going to be a different level, but then it, I, I, th- I don't forget what show it was. I think I was doing something for, but like, I was so mad. I was like, I don't even want to fucking do this anymore. If this is what's going to keep happening. <laughs> like, yeah. If yeah. these shows keep getting like more important, I just don't even know like how you, how you function, how you function or process it. I'm sure it's like the years you do it, like things that you yeah. thought were huge kind of 
fall off, but oh my god, I cannot imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's uh but it's all a sign of growth and progress, so it's a good thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. I don't really want to grow right now. You're <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, so uh so yeah, we um we do do one segment. We want to do our segment, Quinn. Let's do where it. We we uh we talk about the last or a time we went outside since the last podcast because that's pretty much what our lives have devolved into. And uh, yeah. yeah, right. It's <laughs> so yeah. So I know. So I know Quinn. Quinn was super excited, I, uh, and I, I to talk outside. about this. And and I don't know if this is just because he literally never goes outside. I never leave the what. house. But uh, I don't. But yeah, I, Quinn. Let's let's hear about your outside experience. All right, so just some uh, some background. We have cats, and they need. I didn't uh, even know that. Holy cow! Are you serious? They, yeah, we have like three cats in the house, and they need sustenance. Oh my god! Three, three. three. Yeah, <laughs> Kaylee has two, and I thought she was crazy. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying like, we're not sane, so you know, it's not like that's out of the question. But we uh, we have three cats, and they needed food, and so I had to go down to the food place to get the like animal food place to get food. And I have yeah, not like, you went to a restaurant. <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> I, I haven't been to like an actual, like an actual building structure outside of the house since quarantine. And Jesus. so like, I, I don't perks, need... perks of living with your parents, Kaylee. Yes, it is. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> So I had to put on, I had to use the mask thing, right? I had to use a mask. Now, but before I could do that, I had to, I, apparently, if you have, like, a big beard, I had a good-sized beard. If you do that with the mask, it's not, it'll, uh, it doesn't, the mask doesn't seal properly. Yes. So I had to, so I yeah, shaved. Shave it. I shaved for the first time in, like, three years, basically, and went out with that. Uh, and then they didn't have the cat food that we needed. So I got like 10 cans or something. I was trying, supposed to get like 20 something. And then they were supposed to call me today with more and uh, they didn't. So I got to figure that out later. But uh, yeah. I hate to be a millennial, but why the fuck aren't you using Didn't Amazon you just get Prime? chewy? Yeah. <laughs> why did you just order it online? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. Why are we I just, calling the local podunk grocery store yeah. to see if your food's in? Also, I love how this was Quinn's. Like he got dolled up to go to the pet food store. I wore like, gloves. I wore gloves. That doesn't. Su- gloves? That doesn't surprise yeah. me at all, Quinn. I can. I'm actually surprised your hands aren't like washed raw right now. I, I've like, been moisturizing them a lot because they'll get too cracked from washing them. Uh, yes. I, I had a moment the other day where I was washing my hands, and it for, it was so many times that day, my wrists started hurting, and I was like, holy shit, I don't have the muscle to be a proper, like, germaphobe. Like, that's such an emasculating moment when you're like, <laughs> I can't even wash my hands right now because yeah, it hurts I'm, too I'm much. Too sore. I'm too sore from yeah. washing my hands so much. I'm Quinn. so fascinated about your day-to-day life that, like... Who, Quinn? Like, yeah, because how are you... <laughs> why are you washing your hands that many times if you're not even leaving your house because he's crazy like what are you touching <laughs> are you putting your hand outside like slapping the side of the house bringing it back in like what are we doing yeah. uh I, I i just in my mind i'm like i just think about um 
I don't know, like, when you get, re- like, I am, like, germophobic, and when you get deep enough into that, okay. you just start thinking about, oh, well, um, like, someone, like, probably, like, they ate food, and then they, before they washed their hands, they, they touched this, and then, oh, well, I touched that, now I need it's, to watch, like, it's super It's neurotic. like a game of telephone, where oh, you're yeah. like, this person said it to this person, said it to this person, said it to this exactly. person, and you're like, eventually, I have some kind of disease that mutated and now 37 I'm dead. times. I'm well, dead now. That's what the thing is. That's yeah. why it's, like, so crazy. Yeah. 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 What, uh, I will, I will what about it you, got worse. It got worse. I can only imagine, Quinn. Oh, yeah. It's got worse. It's not killing it right now. Yeah. What, uh, Kaylee, have you, have you left the house? And, uh, to, did anything good go on there? I am a bad person. So me and Brandon, like, we half quarantine, if that makes any sense. Like, the only people person I see is him and like yeah. vice versa kind of yeah so other than like he has a roommate who also like we're all trying our best but so other than that it's there. like we try really hard but it's basically like Brandon will come over or I'll go over there but yeah. the <laughs> most recent was we did go to a drive Duncan today because What'd you say? we went to a drive through Duncan today which was Holy exciting cow talk about it talk about bringing the New Englander out Oh, I went into a Dunkin' the other day because you've met Brandon, um, but he never has food in the house. He's a fucking <laughs> endemic. Yeah, which is which is very surprising given his size. <laughs> Leave him alone. He's not here to defend himself. Only I'm, just te- I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. If you, if anyone wants a picture, poor Brandon, just think of any comic that's white. Like it's not. <laughs> it's yep. not really out there anyone from pittsburgh basically <laughs> is what brandon looks like but yeah we had to go get coffee this morning because he didn't have any but i had to go into the duncan like last like a couple days ago because i brought him and his roommate breakfast because i'm a good lady and i tried to tip them and they want to take tips because they can't uh, take anything anymore what, it was what? creepy that is weird. That that is super weird. That they're like, oh, I know you're gonna want to give us extra money, but uh, just we don't. Can't. Yeah, that yeah. two dollar tip isn't gonna cover the hospital bill. You gotta. Yeah. It's gotta be a lot, you know. It's yeah. gotta be enough yeah. for them to touch that Here's money. Here's two grand. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna tip. I'm gonna tip your deductible. Yeah. Um, and there, there you go. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Right. Stuff like that is crazy. Like you wait to like. I was at an Aldi's the other day and I had to wait for someone to come out. Like, yeah, for Instacart. I haven't. Well, I haven't even tried to do any of that yet because thankfully, like, my unemployment is like keeping me alive. But yeah. I probably have to next week. Something crazy that just happened this week because I don't really watch TV is I put on like the actual television and there's commercials wow. that are like Ugh. based off of the quarantine like that like Ew. my brain i was a little That's high gross. but like my brain was blown like i couldn't yeah. i could not wrap my mind around it i was like yeah. why am i watching a macy's commercial where people are clapping like what is happening how is a macy's still making enough money that they can put ads on television right <laughs> now it was, this yeah, is, it was like yeah. every other commercial was based around it and i'm like good marketing yeah. like kudos to you guys but like that really got into my head i I was like oh we're really like in like the twilight zone that's that's actually funny that you were it's not a good thing i said when mcdonald's McDonald's is like making advertisements and like we know something's wrong like that's when 
it's yeah. really like shit is hitting the fan. <laughs> when McDonald's yeah, recognizes Mc- the problem. Yeah. yeah, when McDonald's is like the worst thing isn't our food, you know, yeah, that's a, that's a big problem. I passed the sign and I was like, we have your comfort food, like we got you. And I was like, that's so fucking sweet. Like, I just, like, every, it's just nothing makes sense anymore. I was like, oh, McDonald's, like, yeah. what am I doing? Damn, I'm definitely going to go to Wendy's tomorrow. Now that's, you know, yeah. oh, talk yeah. about, talk about terrible advertising. All we're doing is talking about McDonald's. And I'm just You're thinking, like, oh, geez, I should really go to Wendy's. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like, it's so nice to, like, go and visit Brandon because they're dudes and all, like, it's insane to me how much they order out. I was like, what the fuck? Like, how are you not? How are you surviving? Oh, my God. that's so I said that the other day. I was like, Brandon, I'm not being a dick, but I was like, where are you getting all this fucking money? He's like, I'm living off the stimulus check. And I was like, how do men do this? Like, God yeah. bless you guys and your species. I was like, I What? Yeah. How are you doing this every day? I'm just I, well. I think the worst thing about getting takeout every meal is then you're you don't realize how little vegetables you eat. Oh my god! I haven't takeout. eaten a freaking Pretty vegetable aware. in like a decade. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I made mashed potatoes. That was the closest thing I've had to a vegetable. <laughs> I had a sweet potato this week, oh, yeah. and I was like, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah no. I. Uh, yeah. Geez, I'm trying. No. To, I actually, I but, went yeah, out. Yeah, where'd so- you go? Oh, I went out. I went outside because I do. I try to walk twice a day because uh, I that's that's the most that's the most contact I have with any human being. I wish you um, could see my face right now, Peter. <laughs> is well, how how bad is it? Just judging the fuck out of you. Yeah, I mean it's it's awkward because it's one of those things where you get to see people's eyes but not any other part of their face. But it's still the yeah. most human I see all day, and. Uh, and so I actually I tried to walk to a uh, to like around this golf course because I assumed nobody was playing golf. But apparently, like there's this huge movement now where like people are like, oh, you know, every well, obviously there are the protesters who are like, let's end the lockdown. But like, yeah. there's a very specific section apparently that are like, oh, we need to bring back golfing, like as a great quarantine activity. And all I can think about is, like, if you just want to recreate golfing, just get drunk and try to put clothes on. Yeah, like, why are we, like, uh, did you see that video of that, like, family or whatever? They're like, we wanted to be on a play day and put their kids on the playground and they got arrested. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, that's That's the shit. I was like, why? Just stop. Just fucking stay inside. Like, yeah, it's it's fucking frustrating, but just fucking do it. Yeah, I I actually so I so I walked into a path out on like, yeah, just on on in the woods a little bit. I did. I did go off concrete. It was pretty impressive, (gasps) if I do say so myself. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, exactly. And uh, but it was actually super awkward because I walked on the path and then like there's a park that you usually go to. But I didn't realize the park was the all the parks here are closed. So it was like. But but nobody's gonna report me because I'm the only one there. But yeah. it's me like trying to sneak around the park to like leave the park. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like trying to sneakily leave, and uh, yeah, I felt it was probably the most badass I felt uh, in the last two months. Actually, look at you. So yeah, that was that was that was pretty impressive. <laughs> that, was, that was my outdoor stuff. Yeah, I went to Whole Foods like I said, but that was that was boring and waspy too. 
So god. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I had a just run brief people over where I would go to Whole Foods. And then, yeah, you got the stimulus check and you were like, yep, we're not going to Whole Foods anymore. <laughs> Is there anything else Anything else you want to say? Anything you want to plug? Obviously, we said you're you're coming to a, hopefully coming to a comedy festival near you. Uh, if you're in Akron, hopefully. Ohio, or uh, Baltimore, Maryland, you'll be doing... You okay. already did a show at the arcade by the time we're time traveling now. Because um, this, co- this comes out on Tuesday. Um, so... Yeah, so no. people want, but I guess they'll probably be doing similar stuff like that. So if you're interested, check them. They have they're at arcadecomedy.com, and uh, you have any yep, social any out. socials you want to plug or anything like that. Um, follow me. I have a page since, now on the Facebook. Since, since we just talked about how great you were at social media, I figured I we usually I I usually totally forget to tell people to plug their shit at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but I figured if yeah. if you were gonna be good about being social on social media, I'd be good at letting you do your social media. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. Follow me on Facebook. It's just my name. The spelling's bullshit, but yeah, it's just my name. And then Twitter is Kaylee underscore Dumas. But if you want to search it, you can just do Miss Puxatani because my photo is of a groundhog. Ah. That's so it's adorable. Very cute. Oh gosh. I tweet literally. I've never tweeted about a groundhog, not once. No, but that but that kind of like builds the charm. You're like, I could be so like a groundhog could be telling these jokes, and that would be yeah. adorable. There, there yeah, could also it's be all people, based around it. There could also be people on your page like, "Where's the groundhog?" Like they're just losing it. Yeah, where's the groundhog uh, material? Will, oh yeah. Likes if nothing they're else. looking for it. <laughs> also, uh, want to give a big shout out real quick to Season. Uh, for all the music, intro music, outro music, and he is a SoundCloud yep. called Season De Lunatic. That is C Z O N D E Lunatic. Yep. And uh, he does some great work. Yeah, great, great. Uh, He's also he... on YouTube. Has a great video of him rapping with his kid. Uh, every he does year, every year. Uh, his as his kid gets older, so adorable. Oh my god. Aww. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I think I think yeah. we're signing off now. So thanks, thanks a bunch, guys, for listening. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm Peter Arsenal. This is Quinn Fitzgerald, and I'm that Quinn. was talking to myself yeah. with friends, where we just talked to thanks, ourselves. Guys. Yeah, bye. Bye. Of course I'll attack you, no, it's a fact, yo You don't wanna flow with a rap pro or a chap though Oh, so I'm prone to snap Dope when I rap, sort of like cracker Coke snow in the back Float when I track smoke, I'm a wax Or shit is wax, so listen that there's no holding back Of course I'll attack you, no, it's a fact, yo You don't wanna flow with a chap though or a rap pro No, so I'm prone to snap Dope when I rap, sort of like cracker Coke snow in the back Float when I track smoke, I'm a wax So listen that there's no holding back What's up, man, I'm loco, man Brush up and I smoke your ass Bust puns with a dope flow and Yup, yup, but I'm go-to Love us if you don't, oh damn Fuck yeah, I'ma throw those jabs Don't show much love, I'm a stone cold man Fuck hugs, yeah, I don't hold back I'm usually gonna be too a big fan of me I'm the illest doing it lyrically, music is into me I can never lose the ability, you see it's clear see it's with the coolest delivery School of my enemies, nothing you can do to get rid of me Truly a real MC, move when you feel my energy Losing it mentally, but you know the lunatic finna be doing it here every day I'm in the studio, literally Got a so-called style with a dope pro sound and the flow goes wild But you don't know how, but I'm prone so bound to be global now And the board's so vow so you won't go joust, I destroy those clowns I'ma go smoke loud and I won't slow down
course I'll attack you, no, it's a fact, yo You don't wanna flow with a rap pro, or a chap though Oh, so don't but I rap sword on the cracker Coke snow in the back Blow on a track smoke I'm a wax or shit is wax So listen that there's no holding back Of course I'll attack you know it's a fact yo You don't wanna flow with a chap though Or a rap pro No So I'm prone to snap Don't but I rap sword on the cracker Coke snow in the back Blow on a track smoke I'm a wax So listen that there's no holding back So when I rap on you bitches get the feeling This is the villain Listen yeah I'm in the building My lyrics sick em Adrenaline is kicking And I kill him with a simple written sentence I rhythm with it So what you get was spitting Shit I'm wicked I could just be ripping like a man to spit him So really get to dip in your shit It's fiction and you think it's spit Forget it Never thought I would've started spitting But I got it Go clever when I got a lyric Listen, I'ma drop a flow I'ma go master mode Then I'm killing any artist So watch it yo Never think you're gonna harm me or stop me though Every written that I drop is cold bars of dope I'ma go Go, yo, so don't you go approach, better know the ropes are composing dope quotes with the multis, yo You're a joke, so don't hope you'll get known to blow Smoke a hoe, oh, then I'm going so I get more and cope to go Record a flow, never forfeit, so you know I'm prone to grow Now go I'll attack you, know it's a fact, yo You don't wanna flow with a rap pro Or a chap though Oh, so I'm prone to snap Dope but I rap sword on the cracker Coke snort in the back Float when I track smoke I'm a wax or shit is wax So listen that there's no holding back Of course I'll attack you, know it's a fact, yo You don't wanna flow with a chap though Or a rap pro No, so I'm prone to snap Dope but I rap sword on the cracker Coke snort in the back Float when I track smoke I'm a wax So listen that there's no holding back Ain't y'all gonna hold me back Don't think anybody could ever hold me back Ain't y'all gonna, ain't y'all, ain't y'all gonna hold me back Ain't y'all gonna hold me back I don't think anybody can ever hold me back Ain't y'all gonna, ain't y'all, ain't y'all gonna hold me back Ain't y'all gonna hold me back Don't think anybody can ever hold me back Ain't y'all gonna, ain't y'all, ain't y'all gonna hold me back Ain't y'all gonna hold me back I don't think anybody can ever hold me back Ain't y'all gonna, ain't y'all, ain't y'all gonna hold me back Can't hold me back Ain't no motherfucker that can ever hold me back Can't hold me back I don't feel anybody can ever hold me back. Can't hold me back. Can't hold me back. Ain't no motherfucker that can ever hold me back. Can't hold me back. Can't hold me back. I don't feel anybody can ever hold me back.